Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Hiring is hard. Express employment professionals make it easy. Forget about posting jobs, sifting through resumes, being ghosted and interviewing unqualified applicants. Visit expresspros.com to let the pros help you. Express employment professionals is your full service workforce solution, connecting you with top talent fast. With more than 40 years in the staffing business, Express helps thousands of companies find great team players each year, and they can help you too. Go to expresspros.com to find the location near you. Is your calendar filling up with weddings and invites? Are you trying to figure out the perfect outfit and gift for each of the events? Well, then head over to Macy's.com and check off your to-do list at Macy's. They've got the latest spring dresses, shoes, jewelry, clutches, so you can pull together a look for any dress code. Plus, they have incredible cookware, home decor, and bedding that would make the perfect gift. Check out Macy's Wedding Shop to help you get celebration ready at Macy's.com slash wedding shop. This show is partnering with No CD to raise awareness about relationship OCD. OCD is more than what you see on TV and in the movies. Imagine having unwanted thoughts about your relationship stuck in your head all day, no matter how hard you try to make them go away. That's relationship OCD. It comes with unrelenting, intrusive images, thoughts, and urges about your parenting or loved one. Breaking the OCD cycle takes effective treatment. Go to NOCD.com to get evidence-based treatment. That's NOCD.com. Wind Down with Jana Kramer, an iHeartRadio podcast. All right. Hey, guys. Um, welcome back to another episode. So I um, I kind of just really want to jump in with my guest today because obviously I'm kind of having all the feels right now. And I had this... Um, it's been kind of great because I've relied on so many of, of y'all for, you know, just inspiration and quotes and posting things about strength and moving on. And one of the DMS that I got was about this girl named Michelle Dempsey. Um, she's and someone basically said like, you need to check out her book. It's, it's called mom's moving on. And I just started to stalk her naturally on Instagram. And I just, I really, truly love her story and everything that, you know, that she is. And so I just, I honestly just want to get her on uh, right now and just kind of dive into it because there's no better person to talk to than someone that, that has been in that situation. So let's get Michelle on and let's have a conversation. I'm here. Hey girl. Hi. Okay. So because, so I was just kind of filling in listeners and just for a second about, I've had so many people reach out to me about like, Oh, follow this person. Like this person's great at this, or, you know, um, you know, uh, read this person's book. And one of the direct messages I got was about you. And so <gasps> I know. So they're like, you should look into this girl named Michelle and she's all about, you know, mom's moving on. She went through a divorce. And so I started to stalk you on Instagram and was like, I need to have her on my podcast because, you know, obviously everything just went, um, f- finalized, uh, the divorce uh, a few weeks ago. And, and I just, there's no better time now to kind of pick myself up and have this conversation with someone that's been through it and can hopefully help, 
guide not only me, but everyone else that's going through a breakup or situation from, you know, from uh, that needs to keep moving on. So Michelle, can you just give me a little snippet of your story so I can catch up? Yes. Well, first, I just want to say thank you for stalking me because all of my followers were sending me articles and they were like, you have to talk to her. You'll make her feel so much better. Get her on your podcast. And I'm like, I don't, I'm not going to swoop in and be like, congrats, you're divorced. Let's chat. So I'm, I'm glad you reached out to me. But yeah, I um, somehow ended up a divorce coach. I'm a certified divorce specialist. I was writing for a whole bunch of mommy publications as a blogger when I got divorced and my daughter was two. And I've I had already been growing my social media. So people were watching and reading. And I'm like, you know what? I have to be authentic. And nobody was like out there talking about divorce yet on Instagram. Mm -hmm. So I started to, and and Scary Mommy and some of the other publications that I write for were really welcoming and open about me changing my content to what it's like to co-parent a little kid and how much it sucks to be a single mom at 33 years old. And, um, with that, my, my following grew. And as my following grew, I realized people really needed answers to questions that a year and a half ago, I didn't feel comfortable answering. So I started my podcast so I could bring in other experts. And I literally just take all the questions in my DMs and find experts that can answer them. And I, and I bring them on and we have great discussions that have been really helpful for people. And then people started to reach out about hiring me. So I got certified as a coach and a divorce specialist so that I can work with women primarily who are looking for the strength to leave and kind of need that final push and a little bit of a strategy and women who are adjusting to co-parenting because there's no harder thing in the world, as I'm sure you already know. Um, And then I got a book deal with Simon & Schuster. Not like it it didn't just land in my lap. I'm going to start that over. I wanted to write a book (laughs) and I worked my ass off for about six months until I got a book deal from Simon & Schuster. So the book comes out later this year and it's really like a what to expect when you're expecting, but for divorcing moms who are Mm. just like, how did I end up here and why? I mean, that's, um, I'm so thankful that you are doing this because there are so many people and it's shocking to me too, like in my Instagram DMs, it's the amount of people that were like, how did you get the courage to leave? And it it breaks my heart because I'm like, that's 90% of my messages is like, how did you get the courage? I don't know how to leave. And I'm like, and it makes me just want to cry because I'm like, I I was that girl, you know? And and now it's like, there's all these women that are just so unhappy and they they want hope. So they're trying, but then they're just like, when they come to the end of their road and it's just like, I'm tired, you know, of, of fighting for it. And they're depressed and they don't know how. And then, you know, a lot of them are like, well, financially, I don't know how to get out. So then they just feel stuck. Mm-hmm. So what yeah. do you say to those people that are going through that kind of challenge? I always say, if I had a dollar for everyone who asked me that question, like it, I'd be, you know, floating in the South of France somewhere. But the truth is there's no one size fits all model, like to answer that. I think and everyone hates to hear this because they're like, no, I need more than that answer. But I had somebody on last year, Tanya Zuckerbrot from F Factor, and she talked about what it was like to be in a really like loveless, almost emotionally abusive marriage. And it came down to spending endless years crying and thinking and analyzing and strategizing. How am I going to be okay? How are my daughters going to be okay? What are we going to do for money? until you come to that moment where it's like one last fight or one last text from some woman or one last whatever. And you're like, that's it. You have this awakening and you're like, 
I'm going to go now because if I don't go now, my soul will die and I'll probably die along with it. And it just, it's one of those moments that you can't describe. And I hate to say it, but when you know, you know, and as, as mm-hmm. I'm sure you came to a point where you were like, I've done everything I can do. I've tried the counseling. I've cried. I've begged. I've pleaded. And I just can't do it anymore. But I always say you can be as done as you want to be, but I never suggest leaving without counseling for two reasons. Women tend to carry a lot of guilt after divorce. And I feel like going to counseling is where you're going to say, all right, now I've officially tried everything. We've come to counseling. And also where your counselor will say, yeah, it seems you guys are at the end of the road and you'll get that validation that you need. So my advice is always, you don't want to lay your head down on your pillow at night without knowing you've tried everything you can try just because of that mommy guilt that creeps in. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you feel it, you have to honor it and and not overthink it and just kind of go. And I think that's that for me was even hard because for me, I always was like, okay, if I have that smoking gun, then I'll leave again right. or I'll, then, then I'll go. Totally. And it's like, you know, I think it was hard for my friends too because it's like, okay, you got your smoking gun. Why aren't you leaving? And I'm like, guys, this is not easy. Like, this is not like what I, like, even though I know I need to, like, it still was like the hardest thing I ever had to do. You know, it was like, I think that's even when you have your aha moment, like you have no choice. It's still like this, I think that's like where the punch hits me is like the, the reality of like, and I think that's where, why it was so hard for me, you know, a week ago when it all got finalized, it's like, I knew it was coming. I knew it was going to be on this day and I knew it was going to be a really hard day. And I knew I had to show up to work and film and, you know, feel it. And then, you know, hold it, push, push it all back in. But it was that moment where it's like the finality of like the reality that was like, what, what, what I didn't want ever. Right. Ever. I wouldn't have spent thousands of dollars in therapy and, and tried and, and, you know, had spent sleepless nights and all the tears and all the, like, you know, all the trying and all the, to, to end up here. But you ended up here. And and that's something I always say, like, nobody wants to be, I remember walking out of divorce court four and a half years ago. and just like, I'm like, what in the hell? For me, it brought up a lot of childhood trauma because I'm a child of divorce. And I swore, I swore I would never get divorced, uh, never get married because I never wanted to get divorced. Then here I am walking out of divorce court by myself, it was like 9.05 on a Tuesday morning. And I'm like, huh, like, what do you know? Life just came full circle. And it was a punch in the gut as much as I knew I had no choice but to be in this situation. And I think, you know, accepting what what it means to emotionally untie yourself from somebody that hurts you will help empower you through the decision. Like, you know, the fact that you could come to work on the day that you got divorced and, and just put a happy face on and get through the day. I want to say a large part of that is the drive you have because you're a mom and you, you're you going to make me cry. Stop. Okay. It's a very, 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 like I struggle so much with co-parenting, Jenna. I am in between therapy appointments for my daughter right now. We're having a very hard time, but it all comes back to what I wanted her to grow up seeing in terms of a relationship and how, how a woman should be treated and never have her think that emotional abuse or cheating or any of that stuff is okay. And I think that's what it comes down to for every woman who finally has to leave. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I, 
And what this story that, you know, we always wanted to tell was like, well, look how we overcame it. And so now it's like, now I have to read, kind of train my brain of, okay, now this is the new story that I have to now tell her. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's interesting that something you said too about the guilt, because there's still, I mean, I woke up today, I had just an immense amount of anxiety, like, well, if I would have maybe been a little less naggy, or maybe if I would have been a little less controlling or like, and then I start to put that on me, like what... And there are things, of course, that we can all be better and do better. And there's a million things that I wish I could go back and and do different things. But I still know the end result. Like, we don't deserve certain things that happened, um, no matter what. But still, it's just, how do you how do you let go of those things so you don't just drag yourself? Because I'm like, I want to be happy, you know? And I yeah. just feel like I'm, I'm being, like, held down from the, um, the what-ifs and the, like, oh, mm-hmm. no. Like, and then, and also, like, I think there's the moments too of, you know, the anger still comes into of the reality. Like, just like you said, yes, I've been married before, but I didn't want to like, and I always would leave to be like, well, I'm not having kids. Cause I'm like, I'm a, again, a product of divorce. I will not like, this is not right. I need to, because I will not have my kids be in a divorce house yeah, ever. ever. And then I'm like, here we are. What? Right. How did this happen? Right. You know, and some people say really stupid things sometimes like, oh my God, you should have just left before you had kids. And I'm like, <laughs> Okay. Well, my daughter is my best friend, but thanks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, look, nobody, nobody wants to be there, but that anxiety and that, what if I actually posted about it this morning, how my anxiety just went into full on overdrive. I, I started having like obsessive compulsive issues, like ruminating thoughts that were horrible about like what might happen to my daughter when she's not with me. I was like over the top and I had to really tackle my anxiety at that point. But I think it comes down to realizing that like, if you were less naggy, he wouldn't have had less of an issue. If you were less something, if your boobs were bigger, if you were more perfect, like that's a degree of infidelity is that it very often has nothing to do with us at all. You know, it when a, when a woman cheats, it's because she feels neglected. When a man cheats, it's because he's got f-ing issues and, and it's nothing more than that. And it's like searching for this sense of loss that they felt at some point in their lives. And it, you know, look at JLo and A-Rod. It's like, you're really, dude, you're going to cheat on JLo? Like it, it never has anything to do with the person. So you could have been everything or nothing and it still would have happened. And I think that's what women have to realize is that marriages don't fall apart because of one or two things that they might not have done right. It's a lot of stuff that people carry when they're coming into marriages that tend to get exacerbated and men are never really the ones to like seek the help for themselves. It's the women who do all this work. And so, you know, to put that kind of pressure on yourself is just unfair to you, but also really natural. And the anger is natural and the doubt and the insecurity and the anxiety, that's all, it's all going to come in waves. And I always say it takes about a year after your divorce is finalized for you to like really level out emotionally and start to see things almost with more gratitude for being in the situation that you're in now. And I hear you say that and I'm like, okay, I, I'm so excited for that day. But at the same time, I'm like, how could I be grateful that my kids aren't with me every day? And then I have to say goodbye to them. Like, that's the part that I'm like, those are my babies. Like, I hate it. I hate it. But you know what? Aside from having to co-parent with somebody who makes co-parenting difficult, I have... I have manifested the, exactly the life I feel that I always deserved. I went through a lot of trauma as a child. I kind of grew up telling myself this story that I wasn't worthy of a happy life or 
a happy marriage, that I would never have that. You know, I'm not like other girls because I'm so damaged and broken. And I used my divorce as an opportunity to be like, well, fuck, I deserve that too. So what do I need to do to get that? And I started working on myself in ways that has really like, I, I feel like I couldn't have the life I have now had I not done all that work. So I chose to heal. And I always said, like, I'm not done with love yet. I didn't have the love I deserved and I'm going to get that. And for me, that was really important. And I feel, you know, a year from now, a week from now, your life can change. You don't know what can happen in a year. And everybody writes to me at the one year mark because I always say you don't know what can happen in a year. And they're like, look what happened in a year. Mm-hmm. And that it's it's going to happen for everyone. And you're also going to find your comfort in co-parenting. Like it took me about a year and then it was great. And then, you know, now my daughter has some issues going to her dad's, which is hard, but, but it comes and goes in waves and you learn to adapt your life to the time that you're with them. And when you're not with them, like, you're going to enjoy parenting so much more because you're going to be that much more present when you have them because you know what it feels like when you don't have them. And I truly think that's the best gift of motherhood and co-parenting. And I will say too, there's something like now that I don't have to carry the like, when's the next shoe going to drop? Or is he really telling the truth? Or like, is he cheating on me? It's like, and I'm so much happier around my kids now. Like I feel like I'm lighter with them. And it's, it's, that's been a, a gift too. Oh my God. To but feel. that's, but that's it right there. Like your children, our children, nobody's children, anybody listening, they don't deserve to carry the weight of our emotions. Mm. And we often don't realize when we're in these really toxic marriages, how much that tension rubs off on them because it does, no matter how much we mean for it not to, Mm -hmm. it does. So that alone is a gift to your children. And when you're crying because your kids are not with you, you're going to remember that they deserve daddy by himself and mommy by herself instead of mommy and daddy unhappy together. It's spring break time and I know I can't wait for the week off from school and the kids' busy schedules. I think actually we're going to have a chill spring break, but we're going to be outside lots. And if you're hitting the beach though, retreating lakeside or lounging at the pool, then get everything you need for your vacation at Macy's. Macy's has an incredible selection of bathing suits, sandals, beach towels, and even sunscreen. You can find everything you're throwing into your beach bag at Macy's. And if you're trying to dress it up and hit the town on this vacation, then head to Macy's.com to find the cutest summer dresses and the perfect accessories to dress up any look. Plus, you can order online and pick up in-store or curbside or get same-day delivery. Head on over to Macy's.com. Did you know it's important to take a prenatal multi before you're pregnant? The first 28 days of pregnancy are important in a baby's neural development, so there's really no such thing as too soon to start. And with supplements, less can be more. Many vitamin brands contain excess nutrients that our body doesn't even need. Ritual's Essential for Women is research-stacked and science-backed. So I took Ritual when I was pregnant with Roman, and I loved it so much. It was really easy on my stomach. I loved the aftertaste of the, um, they had a lemon or a mint one. And I just really loved the fact that I knew I was getting exactly everything that I needed for the baby and me. It's a prenatal multivitamin made traceable with vegan, bioavailable, and clinically studied key nutrients for before and during pregnancy, like omega-3 DHA to support baby's brain development and choline and methylated folate to support baby's neural tube development. Capsules feature a delayed release design to help make it gentle on an empty stomach and a citrus essence to make taking your multis actually enjoyable. 
Why settle for a multivitamin you're not 100% sure about? Ritual was literally built on trust, so you know it's the real deal. Get 20% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash wine. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women prenatal to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash wine for 20% off. This show is partnering with No CD to raise awareness about relationship OCD. OCD is more than what you see on TV and in the movies. Imagine having unwanted thoughts about your relationship stuck in your head all day, no matter how hard you try to make them go away. That's relationship OCD. It comes with unrelenting, intrusive images, thoughts, and urges about your parenting or loved one. Breaking the OCD cycle takes effective treatment. Go to NOCD.com to get evidence-based treatment. That's NOCD.com. Look, hiring is hard. Well, good news. Express Employment Professionals makes hiring easy. Forget about posting jobs, sifting through resumes, being ghosted, and interviewing unqualified applicants. Visit ExpressPros.com to let the pros help you. Express is your full-service workforce solution, connecting you with top talent fast. Every day, Express recruits and screens workers in your area so when it's time to hire, they have the talent you need ready to work. With more than 40 years in the staffing business, Express helps thousands of companies find great team players each year, and they can help you too. Just go to ExpressPros.com. Each Express Employment Professionals location is locally owned and operated, backed by the support and stability of an international headquarters. And with more than 860 franchise locations, there's sure to be an Express office near you. Listen, you know hiring is stressful. So go to expresspros.com to find the location near you. How do you not be so angry with your ex because of the choices that um, have now affected that reality and that dream that you wanted? I think... You can be okay. Uh, you can be angry with your ex. There is um, there is a psychologist in New York who came on my podcast and talked about righteous anger. And like, you are righteously angry. Like you have a right to mm-hmm. be angry. And the second you tell yourself, oh, I shouldn't be angry. Anger is a bad emotion. You're suppressing everything. And it's only going to come out in other ways later on. Be angry. Like one of the best things I ever did was just starting to, instead of like having three drinks every night, I every morning would wake up and drag my ass to the gym and try a different class every day just to like keep myself instead of running on the treadmill, I'd kickbox as cliche as it was. It felt really good to hit something. I channeled my anger into like physicality. And I think that that helps, you know, Elle Wood said, (laughs) yes, Yes. happy people just don't kill their husbands, right? Exercise endorphins, but it, it really works for me. And I, and I always tell women, they have to find that thing where they They can use the anger and process it and like get it out because if it stays inside, it like turns into all sorts of ugliness. So I I can't tell you how not to be angry because you have to be angry. You have a right to, but there's like a time and a place, just like there's a time and a place for crying. You're not going to cry all day. You're not going to cry on set. You're not going to cry in the car with your kids. You're going to wait till nighttime when it's like you're alone in bed hyperventilating. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> but it's, just, it's the same with anger. You almost have to say, okay, I'm going to the gym. I'm going to let it all out right here. Or I'm going to the beach to sit by myself and I'm just going to fucking rage for a few minutes. Mm-hmm. I think you need to have that entitlement to your anger and stop telling yourself it's so bad. Then how do you co-parent with that anger? Ugh. So I think what your ex-husband needs to, I don't know, you know, his side, 
but I, I'm hoping he's taking responsibility that like you're in this situation because of him. And what you do when you have all those angry emotions in co-parenting is you really just limit contact to what needs to be said. You know, you do have to take a step back and realize that your children are lucky to have a dad in their lives. It would be much harder if he did what he did and then just bounced, right? You have to separate your anger from the fact that he is entitled to be their dad. And, you know, every time you want to pick up the phone and be like, you motherfucker, if he's with the kids, know that that's going to take not only time and attention away from the kids that he should be giving them, but it's also going to pull you into a hole when you should be using all of your energy at that time to keep things light for yourself because you don't have the kids. And I always say one of the best things, like when I get really, really, really angry is I'll write like a raging email and not send it. Like mm-hmm. I have I have notes in my phone, I have yes. emails in my drafts because Same. at least you're taking the thoughts and feelings and putting them somewhere. They're not festering inside of you, but also know that sending it will get you nowhere, right? Yeah. I same. I mean, I have some in my notes as well and also like he, you know, my ex has a point too like when he's like I don't have to listen to this anymore, you know? But at the part same in for me as I'm like I go to that place where I'm like, I don't feel like I have that closure of the apology I've wanted, you know, right. and so, or deserved or whatever. And so it's like, I'm like, how do you not see this? Or, you know, and so He's that's, not that's going where, to. but that I'm like, oh. I know I, me too. I mean, listen, oh. I, I left my ex-husband. I, first of all, it takes two to tango. I did a lot of not nice things too, but he pushed me to them. And I, I left him. So it's very easy for him to say, you destroyed the marriage. You did this. And for two years, I would say, no, I did this because, and you don't see things my way. And I wanted that closure until I realized there is no such thing as closure. It's more of an inside job. Like you have to make peace with it inside yourself because no matter, I I posted this the other day, no matter how well-written the text is, no matter how logical or rational, they're not going to see things our way. Like they're just not, we can't, men are like children, even the good ones. And the more you tell them no, it's yes. The more you tell them yes, it's no. And there's nothing we can say that they're going to be like, oh, okay. Even if they did, they can't hop in their time machine and change, you know, whatever they did wrong. So I think it's really just a matter of understanding that as much as you want to have him like eat shit for what he did, it serves no purpose anymore. Well, here's it. Let me just play devil's advocate, which I don't want to do, but I do this when I ruminate and like fester in my sadness <laughs> um, is well, if you just said that statement, then couldn't he just say the same thing? Well, I cheated on you because you did this and because you wouldn't, you know, you made me feel this way. That's gaslighting. But isn't that kind of what you just said though, too? Like, cause I, cause I said the same, I've said the same thing. Well, I'm, I'm angry and I'm shaming you because you cheated on me. Right. So, but isn't that like, we were both, isn't that kind of the same thing? Yeah, absolutely. But He's not going to, it's not like you're going to say, I'm doing this because you're, you cheated on me. And he's going to be like, okay, go ahead. You know, please, by all means, he's not going to do that. Men are defensive and, and their whole lives are, um, driven by their egos. Whereas our lives are really driven by anxiety and fear. So it's, it's like your anxiety fighting his ego and it just goes in circles. But is it, but I I mean, like, is it okay for them to say that? Because we're saying the same thing though. No, it's it's like, well, I'm doing this because you did this. And then he's like, well, I cheated on you because you were a naggy, you know, controlling wife. Your perspectives are arguing with each other and, and your perspective is very different from his. And so 
you're never going to say, oh, okay, you cheated on me. You're right. I nagged you too much on that Tuesday, three months ago. <laughs> you're not going to say that. And he's gonna, he's not going to say that you're right. So both of you are adding fuel to the fire when you should kind of just be like, you know, backing off and just following the parenting plan and live and let live. Like he made his bed and he needs to lie on it. He's forever going to be the guy that couldn't keep it in his pants and ruined a happy marriage. And you're not, you're going to be the one who moves on. So how do you walk away not having that real closure and apology? I think it's, you have to have it with yourself. You have to be Mm. strong enough. You have to find the strength inside of yourself to say, there is nothing in the world that can change this situation, right? And so I'm choosing to make the best out of the hand I've been dealt. Is it the hand I wanted to play? Absolutely not. But I have it. And now I have an opportunity to change the course of my relationships and change how I'm loved and change the way my children view their mom being treated. And you really just have to, you know, once you you accept it, I think that's all the closure you need. Yeah. You mentioned uh, JLo and it's, it's interesting because so many people are like, well, how is she healthy? Because she just moved right She's on not. to Ben. First of all, wrong, like wrong JLo, wrong. But also we, most of us are very confused as to whether this is even real, right? Like, I mean, I kind of want it to be real because so I'm like, like, I'm, I keep sending it to my friend, Brianne Davis, who's, she's been on the show. She's a, she's a sex and love addict. And I'm, I'm like, but look at, and she's like, Jana, it's not real. This is, and first, like, that's so, I'm like, but like, I believe in love and I want love. And like, you know, they, they, they found each other again. <laughs> like, I'm like a big advocate for that. And hey, you know what, if it is real good for them, but like, she hasn't done the healing. So you know, like if you don't heal your shit, it's just going to come out in the next relationship. So unless she just wasn't that into A-Rod because he's such a cheesy idiot. Like, I don't know. (laughs) It's spring break time. And I know I can't wait for the week off from school and the kids busy schedules. I think actually we're going to have a chill spring break, but we're going to be outside lots. And if you're hitting the beach, though, retreating lakeside or lounging at the pool, then get everything you need for your vacation at Macy's. Macy's has an incredible selection of bathing suits, sandals, beach towels, and even sunscreen. You can find everything you're throwing into your beach bag at Macy's. And if you're trying to dress it up and hit the town on this vacation, then head to Macy's.com to find the cutest summer dresses and the perfect accessories to dress up any look. Plus, you can order online and pick up in-store or curbside or get same-day delivery. Head on over to Macy's.com. This show is partnering with No CD to raise awareness about relationship OCD. OCD is more than what you see on TV and in the movies. Imagine having unwanted thoughts about your relationship stuck in your head all day, no matter how hard you try to make them go away. That's relationship OCD. It comes with unrelenting, intrusive images, thoughts, and urges about your parenting or loved one. Breaking the OCD cycle takes effective treatment. Go to NOCD.com to get evidence-based treatment. That's NOCD.com. Look, hiring is hard. Well, good news. Express Employment Professionals makes hiring easy. Forget about posting jobs, sifting through resumes, being ghosted, and interviewing unqualified applicants. Visit expresspros.com to let the pros help you. Express is your full-service workforce solution, connecting you with top talent fast. 
Everyday Express recruits and screens workers in your area. So when it's time to hire, they have the talent you need ready to work. With more than 40 years in the staffing business, Express helps thousands of companies find great team players each year. And they can help you too. Just go to expresspros.com. Each Express Employment Professionals location is locally owned and operated, backed by the support and stability of an international headquarters. And with more than 860 franchise locations, there's sure to be an Express office near you. Listen, you know hiring is stressful, so go to expresspros.com to find the location near you. At the beginning of the year, when everyone's thinking about New Year's resolutions, there's always so many competing claims, tips, and tricks about what and how to eat. It can feel noisy and overwhelming. Well, this year, Kind Snacks is inviting you to shut out the noise and leave behind diet and wellness fads that are no longer serving you. Instead, grab a Kind Bar, a nutritious and delicious way to eat more of the real whole recommended foods that we're not eating enough of, like nuts and whole grains. My favorite is dark chocolate nuts and sea salt, and I take it with me anywhere I go. It's my favorite go-to snack. The first ingredient in Every Kind Nut Bar is nutrient-dense whole nuts and they're gluten-free. With Kind Bars, you don't have to choose between nutritious and delicious. Get great flavors everyone will love, including caramel, almond, and sea salt, and peanut butter dark chocolate. Make 2024 the year of Kind with delicious nutrition you can feel good about every day. Shut out the noise, trust your taste buds, and shop Kind Bars at Amazon today. But here's the, here's the thing. I saw this on uh, Instagram because this is one of my my big things that I've been fighting with myself is can you heal while still, while, you know, being with someone else? And, um, I, I and, do think you can. Yeah. Absolutely. I think that if you're with someone who is also committed to their own growth, mm-hmm. that's the best relationship you can be in. I think we're, you know, people will say, don't get into a relationship too quickly after a divorce. I met my now husband two months later. And Stop, really? Yeah. Aww. And he was a couple years out of his marriage. I was two months out of mine. But for a year before that in my marriage, where we were sleeping in two separate rooms and miserable, I knew that like I had work to do and I was going to do it no matter what. And when I met my now husband, I'm like, look, like this is fresh for me and it's going to be ugly and there's going to be like shit I need to go through. And he was like, I'm trust me, I'm working on my own stuff because he came out of a really long marriage and had his own stuff to work on. And so we're both very committed to our growth. And that's when I think it's safe to have a relationship after so soon after a separation. But you also have to be really aware of the fact that when you if you choose somebody as a rebound, like JLo and Ben, a lot of times rebounds are just a way for you to go back into familiar patterns, even if the relationship was awful. Maybe there's something in Ben that is, for me, I think she likes a fixer upper. You know, A-Rod was always a cheat. I've known him since I threw his 30th birthday when I was a publicist for the 4040 Club in New York City like 20 years ago. I remember like he's there with his wife and he's like looking at all these women. Um, Anyway, (laughs) I think she likes a fixer upper and Ben has his own issues. So I think she's somebody who deflects from her own stuff maybe and focuses on the other person, which many people do that. It's a motherly nurturing type of thing, but hey, he looks like a rebound daddy if I've ever seen one. Uh-huh. Like good for her if it's working out. I know, but I think that's also, you know, cause people will comment on and on my stuff too. And I'm like, man, I've been unhappy for five years. And I'm like, I, I wanna I wanna be happy and I want I have so I know I have so much work to do. I know that and I'm doing the work and I'm going to therapy and talking to my therapist. But I'm also like, 
I want to, you know, if I'm, if I'm, if I find that happiness in the healing, like I don't want to be judged like, oh, you moved on too fast or Jenna, you're in the public eye. You're going to be judged no matter what you do. But I hate being like, I, I, I like so the comments I. like kill me. And I'm like, and so I'm like, okay, they're right. Like I need to, I'm like, why am I, why am I like basing my life and my love life off of what people think that I'm doing or not do? It's like, you no. know, Amanda, Coot, uh, she lost Clutes. her husband. I know. And I'm like, Jesus, like, let the woman be happy people. Right. 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 So you can anticipate. There's no timeline for grief. Like, and you're going to always, I'm going to always going to grieve my divorce. There will always be a piece that I'm going to grieve that loss, whether I'm happily married again, I believe. If people aren't paying your bills or taking care of your children, they have no right. You know, nobody really has a right to dictate what you do now or how you do it. Like you have to do it in a way that feels right for you. And it sucks to be in the public eye and, you know, these angry people that sit behind a keyboard on Instagram and like make judgments on other people's lives. I get it too. And I'm, you know, 800,000 followers less than you. So I can't even imagine, but it's, it's something that you really just, you know, my publisher told me the other day, like, don't read the, don't read the reviews. Don't read the comments. Like, you know, cancel culture is real. People suck, but opinions are like assholes and everybody's got one. Mm. Someone's going to, someone will say something about you, no matter what you do. Like that's, that's just how it is. I know. I I I want a hundred percent approval rate, and someone told me I'll never get that, and that makes me angry. <laughs> no, they told me in in one of my marketing meetings for my book, they were like, "Just so you know, twenty percent of all reviews are going to be negative. It's just science." And I'm like, "What?" They're like, "Yeah, these people won't even read the book. They'll just negatively review you." I'm like, "Oh, cool. Like I'm going to have to have like." More Zoloft added to the mix. <laughs> oh man, Zoloft. I had to switch to Lexapro. That was my, <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah, it was Zoloft. I gained like 20 pounds and I was like, oh. felt nothing. So then I moved to Lexapro and now I like, I still have anxiety attacks, but not to the extent. Interesting. Yeah, I'm, but I'm sorry. it works for, you know, different for everybody. But mm-hmm. um, I, I'm curious on how, because you are so public and you are so open, does your ex- get upset with you for having this, um, like being open about things that you talk about, because I think that's a big, you know, one of the reasons I wanted to quit the show is because it's like, I don't want that heat from the, you know, him or, and, you know, or his friends are being like, Oh God, she's playing the victim. And it's like, I'm just trying to like find strength and to share my story. And I'm not looking for, I'm not trying to be victimized. I'm not, I'm not trying to victimize myself. I'm just trying to, you know, heal. And yeah, Talk about it. I think there's so much healing and there's so much power in, in authenticity and sharing your story. But I have become very mindful, um, you know, whereas four years ago, I'd, I'd post, I'd be that girl that like posts the quote that you're like, oh no, what happened to her? Like, you know, waiting for <laughs> someone to ask. But he would obviously get very triggered by that. And over time, as I realized that people are coming to me for help and comfort I never wanted to paint him in a negative light, despite our issues, out of respect for my child. Mm -hmm. And because that doesn't do anything to help anybody. You know, I have a Facebook group where the rule is very simple. Like we don't come here to vent and bash. Like we're here for uplifting stuff. We have to get through this. We don't have to pull each other down into it. So I make a conscious effort to really, if I'm talking about the end of my marriage or what contributed to it, to talk about my flaws and what I did wrong and what I Mm. messed up. And, you know, my ex also was very unhealed and the two of us together were toxic, but 
that was on me. I put myself in that relationship and stayed in that situation. Mm -hmm. So I talk a lot about it from my personal perspective. And my book is not going to dive into the nitty gritty of him. It really is everything through the lens of where I needed to change and why the marriage was bad because of me. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, yeah, no. Does he like that I've become successful over the fact that we got divorced? Absolutely not. But he also can't say that I don't take the blame where blame is due in certain areas. Sure. Yeah. No, I mean, I think that's a good, a good thing. Cause it's in this situation. It's like, we could run over them probably with a truck, of but course. like we have our children that we're protecting and it's, it serves. And I don't like, want them reading those things. You and, know? and it's also and like, what's purpose? the point? What's the point? Yeah. It's not going to do exactly. anything. I don't like like bad energy or bad karma and yes, I'm not confrontational same. at all. So I'm like, it. I'd rather move. <laughs> like, also, I'd really like for my ex to meet somebody nice. So like, I don't want people to think that he's bad because he's not, we were just bad together. So I, you know, I think it's always touchy when you're going to put yourself out there. And again, like people are going to be unhappy no matter what you say, like ex-husbands or ex-spouses. I get DMs all the time asking, but what did he actually do wrong that you were like, okay, that's it. I'll never share that. I just yeah. won't. Yeah, that's, yeah, I get that one a lot too. And it's like, I I have my two kids I'm looking out for. And at the end of the day, it's like, does it even matter anymore? It doesn't. You have them. And what matters is that you be their port in the storm right now when you start to, are you co-parenting already? Yeah. And it's, I think that's going to be, so I'm, I'm, I'm in Connecticut right now filming a movie. I'll be back next week. And, um, you know, we, we had the summer arrangement and now school schedule will start. And that's going to be, I think that's when it's really going to hit me just like the, you know, the every Wednesday, every other weekend. And, um, yeah, it's just, it's once I'm home and getting in that regular schedule, I think it's really going to, I'm going to have to do some major healing around that and grind. <laughs> you, yeah. Listen, it's, you have to, I, I wrote a whole um, chapter in my book about my first weekend without Bella and how insane I drove myself. I, that's also, I posted about it this morning that that's what led me to calling my doctor and being like, I'm not okay. Like I can't even pretend to be okay right now. And that's when I went on anxiety medication, but you know, there are going to be firsts for everything now. First Mm -hmm. birthday without them or first somebody loses a tooth and you're not there and you want to like just stab yourself in the heart. But like, it's the reality of parenting in pieces. And as much as it sucks, it is much better than forcing yourself to stay in a situation that would break you emotionally. So talk about the book. It's available for pre-order. Um, I'm really excited about it. It's It's got like 30 chapters. It's like every how-to, every first oh thing gosh. you're going to encounter, how to pull yourself out of bed in the morning. A lot of it has... Um, I talk about journaling a lot because that was very helpful for me. Just like I said, to write the angry text and not send it, getting your feelings out on paper. Like it's like free therapy. Um, So it's called Moms Moving On, Real Life Advice for Conquering Divorce, Co-Parenting Through Conflict and Becoming Your Best Self. Which you can pre-order, which I will be pre-ordering right now. (laughs) I'm happy to send you one, but thank you. No, no, I got you. Um, Thanks so much. And, you know, I think it's like really... I'm very open, as you know, I have a, I wear my heart on my sleeve. So I think it's like a really empowering, like you've got this type of thing while also honoring that if you don't, it's okay too, because divorce is shitty. And so is co-parenting. And in no way, shape or form does my book promote like second marriage as you're happily ever after. I actually told my publisher, I wouldn't write about 
getting remarried because I don't think that that's what sets the tone for happy life after divorce. I think it's really all about accepting yourself and, you know, coming to terms with who you are as an individual and as a mother in this stage of your life and finding inner happiness, not finding it anywhere else. I 1000% agree with you. Like, I just want to be happy for me and not because I'm with somebody else or, you know, I'm dating. It's like, I just want to be like, I want that. Like, I want to be enough, you know, for me. You are preaching to the anxiously attachment style choir. Like I was an anxious attachment person because I had daddy issues. I didn't have a dad in my life who wanted me. And so it was like, oh my God, you looked at me. I love you. And and I (laughs) I couldn't be that person anymore, which was, I was, listen, when I got separated I mean, the first thing was like, all right, yeah, booty call, like for sure. And then I remember thinking like, I can't have a guy wake up in my house. You know, all these guys were like coming out of the woodwork and I'm like, (laughs) I can't be that person now. Like, I really can't be that person now. I have to be okay alone as much as I wanted to say yes to that hot bartender or whatever. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. And I forced myself. Yeah. And then, and then, you know, two months later, how did you let your, like, how did you let that love back in, back in? Jenna? I knew I was going to marry him from, mm. so he lived in, so it's a ridiculous story. He lived in my mom's building here in Miami <laughs> and, and I had moved to a little townhouse with my daughter and I'd pick her up from school at two o'clock every day. And it was like kind of lonely just going back to our townhouse, the two of us. So I would go to my mom's apartment and she lives on the water and I would walk Bella and her stroller around the marina and like there's four, four thirty every day, this like hot guy would come with his daughter and, and go fishing off the pier And I was like, you know, I never saw a ring, but I was not going to pick him up. But I just like looked at him and remember thinking like, that's the guy I, his physicality was what I always envisioned myself with. He was Mm. tall and dark and sexy hair. And, um, (laughs) and I didn't, nothing, you know, came of it. And then we were both in our, the same edition of our city's newspaper. He was on the cover for something he had done in court. He's a judge. And, um, I was way back in like the last page for something else. And he wrote to me on LinkedIn and I, but we were talking on the phone before we went out. And I, I told my best friend the morning of our first date, I was like, I know everything's going to be different after tonight. And when you meet someone that you connect with in the way that you were never even able to connect with in your marriage, no matter how much you loved your ex-husband, like I loved my ex-husband, but we really just didn't connect on a lot of levels. It was almost like I found like, home. Like I like, Mm -hmm. and it's been like a sigh of relief every day since. Like it really is a comfortable, almost like a, we've known each other in our past life kind of thing. Oh, I love that. And I, I'm just, I'm happy that you found your healing, but also, you know, found that person that. And he gives me my space to heal. Like, good, good. He gives me my, like, I'm in, (laughs) I spend more money on therapy than anything else between me and my daughter. And also he's, where I used to take out my stress, like I used to ignore my stress and anxiety by being like, pay attention to me. Now I'm like, I'm, I'm very clear. Like I'll text him before he gets home from work. And I'll be like, I need to not talk to anybody tonight. It's not you. It's me. I'm triggered by whatever, like, give me my space. And he's really good about that too. Well, and that's, that's amazing too. Cause it's like, that shows you, and that's kind of, I'm like, I'm going to pat myself on the back too. I usually do not like being alone, but like when I'm home friends, you know, are like, Hey, like I'm going to come over. I'm like, I honestly, like I want to be alone and I just want time and my thoughts. And so it's like, important. holy crap. Like that was big for me to realize too, that, 
you know, I'm slowly <laughs> healing. Well, yeah. Yeah. And for me, it took so much time. Are you kidding? I had never been single in my life and it took, I was so alone in my marriage that I, I, in the last year of my marriage, I felt like I just was single and yeah. I was so lonely that I got comfortable in that loneliness and that being alone. So I feel like I've worked so hard to be okay alone that when I need it, I need it and nothing can compromise that. Mm. Well, Michelle, I just like, I appreciate you coming on and just being so open and, and, and thank you for being a resource to me and so many other women that, and men that, you know, need, need your help. Of so course. thank you for having me. I'm glad it and worked out. Where can um, my listeners find you if they haven't already? I'm on Instagram at the Michelle Dempsey. Um, my website is momsmovingon.com. Podcast is Moms Moving On, which I would love to have you on when you're done. I would love it. Or, yeah. Yes. Um, I, everyone, I told you my DMs were like, have Jana on. I'm like, sure, <laughs> let me just go scoop her up. Um, and I have a membership community that's free for women. Uh, I'm a divorce coach, but if, if the coaching price point is out of somebody's reach, I don't want anybody to go without the support that they need. So I do have a membership community that women can join for free and they have access to, um, our, my private Facebook group and, uh, Q and A's with me and, um, the book Mom's Moving On is available on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, and a bunch of other places now. Amazing. Well, I'm so excited for you. And I will be sliding into your DMs, thanking you and also asking if you can coach me. So <laughs> I, you got it. Okay, perfect. Thanks, Michelle. I appreciate you having me. Thank uh, you, Jenna. Of okay. course. Bye. Bye. Uh, okay. Well, that was an amazing conversation with Michelle. Uh, and I guess the underlying, or I don't know, I don't even know how to say underlying, overlying theme. <laughs> I don't know, but, um, that it's all going to be okay. And in one year, in one day tomorrow, the next week, like just keep on, keep on moving and, um, healing and do the work. Um, even though it's really freaking hard, but, um, and that's with everything in life, just to continue to do the work, continue to grow and continue to be the, the person that you want to be. And, um, I'm here doing the work with you. So see you next week. Discover the rich, smooth taste of matcha love made with Japanese green tea and real matcha. There are so many culinary treats to create with this precious powder that go beyond the traditional tea ceremony. Everything from lattes to baked goods to smoothies, experience the vitality of the whole tea leaf. Matcha is vibrant in taste and full of powerful health benefits. Get 25% off all matcha love products on etoin.com using code JANA. That's code J-A-N-A at itoen.com available on amazon and itoen.com you deserve to treat yourself so turn your tax refund into a u-fund and give yourself a straight talk wireless extended silver unlimited plan and get a new samsung galaxy a14 on them you can get a great everyday value on wireless with straight talks unlimited plans starting at 25 dollars a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. 
Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines. All on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do. Enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit facet.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by Facet. Facet Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current Facet members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter.